All right. Oh, we're just like recording. Like we don't. We're not even going to discuss what we're talking about. No, first? we'll just we're going. Okay. Well, is I, this is this for the patrons? Of course. Okay. So for like the three, four patrons we yeah, still have, the three that we still have. Yeah. Hey, we might have more. You know, we can maybe get some uh, song of ice and fire folks on. This. Yeah. Maybe what we do is maybe we should open this up on the Discord. Okay. So that like those people can see what we offer. To the patrons. To the patrons. Ah. And then they can have like a little sampling of extra bullshit that we talk. So anyways, yeah, this is for our the Rageaholics, the uh, people that pay a little bit of money really to help us run They're really addicted to the rage. Yeah. And yeah, we're just going to talk about some stuff and we just got done playing Song of Ice and Fire and I don't know, it's Black Friday. Is there some good nerd deals out there? There have been. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, Miniature Market had a ton of stuff. But they sold out of all the Song of Ice and Fire stuff immediately. Yeah, and I didn't look at all the Guild Ball stuff either, but it just, it seems like a lot of that stuff for Miniature Market goes quick. Yeah. So, okay, so Scott's in our in our group now. Yeah. And he has made a breakthrough with you because you said you were willing to give Malifaux a try. Oh, yeah. I did Which say is that. shocking because you talk so much shit that. on Malifaux. Well, you know, it's kind of like TGI Friday where <laughs> yeah, I will... Have you shared this story, the TGI Friday story? I, maybe. Okay, so let's let, we'll sum it up quickly. But the gist of it is Pete holds a fucking grudge that has of... lasted for over 12 years. I have a book of grudges that I keep. Yeah. Basically, so we went into a TGI Fridays and... Needless to say, I was still I was in the army at that point still, and we went in, and it was before we were going to go to a concert, and we went in, sat down, you know, started looking at the menu. It you know five minutes passed by, we're kind of looking around like you know what the hell's going on, you know. Another five ten minutes goes by, and we're like, dude, they haven't even taken our drink order yet. And I start looking around, and I see these college fuckers sitting in the back, yucking it up with these chicks, and I'm just like. Okay, y'all want to sit there and, you know, chat? I'm out of here. So me, my wife, my sister, and my best friend, we just leave. And, Where'd you go? And I went, I just went out the door, and they were like, oh, what's going on? And I was like, you know, you guys don't want to serve us, we're leaving. And that's all we did. So we went to Applebee's. And how was the experience for the server when you sat down there after so that previous I, experience? I sat down, and he was like, hey, can I help you guys? And I was like, you know what? I hope so, Bob, because... <laughs> Because we just came from TGI Fridays, and they didn't even get our drink order for 15 minutes. Dude, there, just to let everyone know, there are times when we're like traveling and going someplace to a tournament or a convention or whatever, and we need to stop and get food. And we have to hear about how Pete <laughs> cannot go to TGI fucking Fridays every time. So that was like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, and something like that. But... You gave up the ghost on that grudge, and you went to TGI Fridays recently. I did, because I wanted my kid to shut up. Okay, okay. Because he was hungry. Well, that that way to swallow your pride. Um, hey, some, you know, I love the kid, so got to bite the bullet for him sometimes. And so I feel like we're just making strides. Like, this is like your therapy session, because you are, like, being open to all sorts of things you have a grudge against. So tell us also about why you've decided to give Malifaux a shot. So, I don't know. I played Malifaux, like, probably actually... It was probably somewhere around like, like 12 years ago. Probably it was probably close to like 2008, <laughs> right? And I played it. I wasn't crazy about the models, but I still tried it. And then there was this cards and I'm like flipping cards and I don't even know what the hell is going on. And 
I was I was more into Warhammer Fantasy and 40k at the time, and I was just like, yeah, you want to know what? This game just seems stupid. So and um, then Warhammer Fantasy betrayed you. It did, and now I'm holding a grudge on them. So <laughs> it's usually there's about a 10 year span with the grudge before I'll try it again. So I am going to try Malifaux again, just because you know I like games and you guys like it. I mean, I don't know if you actually like it. Have you played I, it before? I, I have models for it. I've tried it. It seemed like something I could be interested in. Never really found like a strong group okay. to play it with. So Scott likes Scott it. Scott loves though. it. Yeah. Scott loves it. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a real good go. Yeah, because the main thing is like, if you're a cool person and you're like, hey, I really love this game. You should try it. I'll try. I'll try it just because I like hanging out with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll give Malifaux another shot. And- Whereas if you're like a shithead. Pete won't hang out with you, yeah. but he will accidentally invite you to his house one time. God, that was awful. <laughs> okay, just a little FYI. Check the group chat to make sure you want everybody still in on the group, in on the conversation, okay? Otherwise, you get trolls coming to your Don't house. Don't invite a weirdo to your house and then get your wife but, mad at you. But no, I, I'm, I'm going to try that out. Plus, I know there was a rework in the mechanics for Malifaux, so okay. I'm kind of interested to see how the changes now interact with it. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a try. I'm not going to try Bushido, though. I'll tell you that fucking much. Why are you such a hater? <laughs> I, first of all, I've only tried Bushido. It's not like I could even give know, you a tutorial if we wanted to. But the Malifaux models, I've got these like cool like ninja chicks. Okay. And I'm like, dude, playing these models for sure. And you teach me how to play them, Scott. There you go. <laughs> this is your job. Yeah, and like I said, I just I like hanging out with people. So if they have a game that they're into, I'll I'll try it out, and yeah, I'll go to world. Plus, it's like I know that Malifaux is one of those games where I could pick up like six models and play it. So I know that's not like a huge cash investment. Yeah, kind of, kind of like Guild Ball. You just don't you don't need to, but you can. Dude, skirmish games are just of the future. Yeah, I mean, really, a lot of these huge army games are just kind of going by the wayside, and I think. Like Game of Thrones, like and a Song of Ice and Fire, even though it's like a big, like you have an army. Yeah, I think they did it right because it's just like, hey, everybody has you know sixteen models, and or is it twelve? Twelve. Well, yeah, but well, the point is that like they keep it compact because like even though you have like these trays and all this kind of stuff, you're yeah, yeah, you're just it's nice and tight. Yeah. So and I think that alternating activations is important. So any game that any tabletop game that does that, I'm a huge fan of. Uh, if there's a game that's like you take a whole turn, that's that's why I got out of War Machine because like I got tired of making a plan and then they blow it up and you have like nothing left for your turn. Yeah, that creates bad experiences. <laughs> Something I bitch about. Yes, definitely. So okay, let's ask another question. Okay, another one. Um, how happy are you with the Bills this season? Oh God, dude, well, they kicked Dallas's ass so bad. So it's it was close than it looks because they got we're recording this on Black on. Friday, by the way, for yeah. those that didn't catch that. But anyways, uh, those of you that because I know we have you know our, our Polish friends and you know whatnot, but American football, the Buffalo Bills are my team, and they got a really great record. They're nine and three this year, and they just blew blew up Dallas, which I love because I hate the Cowboys. This is like the most hope you've had in the Bills for years. Probably since the game that I won't talk about in 2000, yeah. And that you tried to get my son to pry out of well, me. <laughs> and I will continue. Do you know the game though? I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, 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 I don't talk one. about that game. Uh, that, that was so funny. Shut up. Um, so am I going to be able to really enjoy a crushing of this hope when they have to one day play the Patriots in the playoffs or perhaps the Ravens? 
Uh, they actually play the Ravens on Sunday. <laughs> well, I'm sure that the Ravens are going to embarrass them. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but either way, I, I I really want this hope balloon to grow just so that I can watch it come crashing down. I mean, it does every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just, used to just it. Just usually it's a lot earlier than, you know, yeah. week 12 or whatever we're in. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, one of... And we're just going to kind of rapid fire and just kind of switch topics all over the place here. But uh, with Spring Fling, you saw some of the games that Bill brought in last time. Yeah. So did any of those catch your interest as far as like either you like the look of them or the mechanics seem cool or any of those? Like there's that one that's like the, I want to call it the Matrix game (laughs) because like it's like you're going into this virtual world and like you can change all sorts of, what's that game called? Uh, was it Ethereum? Ethereum. Yeah. Ethereum, yeah. Um, you, I think most people that have heard me talk kind of know kind of the games I like by now. If it's sci-fi, I'm a little less likely to like it because I'm more fantasy-based. Okay. So that's why I like Guild Ball. That's why I like A Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, Malifaux's got kind of this cool kind of, you know, almost like a steampunk vibe to it, so I'm okay with that. Uh, anything that starts actually getting, War Machine kind of has that steam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Too, yeah. But anything that starts getting like sci-fi and kind of weird like that, I'm kind of like, eh. I mean, like even like Star Wars, like I can appreciate Star Wars, but I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, I noticed you didn't get into Legion very, very heavy. I did that mostly because, like I said, I like playing with some of the guys that got into it. So I was like, all right, I can play this. Wait, wait, but up. you're willing to do sci-fi when it's Marvel Crisis Protocol? I don't know. Would you call that sci-fi? Well, what else do you call like Iron Man? And I, I don't know. I, I mean, is that is like, that like it seems like? Yeah, I mean, it's not fantasy. It's, I mean, it's comic books. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, there's so much sci-fi in comic books. You're going into space and all sorts of stuff. Because I will say, I do like especially Ultron. especially like X Men. I love X Men. So yeah. um, that's always one like Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah, okay, sci-fi. Yeah, um, I think it has to. Even though like Guardians is like science fiction. It also has this kind of like Wild West feel to it, especially with like Peter Quill yeah, like and Firefly. Yeah, oh, dude, I love Firefly. <laughs> like Firefly was awesome. Dude, they should make a Firefly game. So I think that some of those, some of those kind of sci-fi experiences that kind of lend itself to a little bit of fantasy esque, I'm kind of more down with. Um, and I, I like I said, I, I like some sci-fi shows, but I'm I'm just saying I'm more likely to play a fantasy game over a sci-fi game. Okay. I don't know. Do you, so, I don't know if you are one or the other. More. I, I don't have a strong preference either okay. way. Uh, I like sci-fi and I like fantasy. Sure. So, what about that other one that he brought in? And I, I man, I need to start remembering the names of these. It was that one where like you're. It was kind of in more of like a Renaissance, medieval type world, and you like competed for these like power stones or something like that. Mm, you remember I that? I, game? I didn't see that one. Okay. I mean, I the thing I really like about it though is it seems like he's bringing in like more of upstart miniatures games. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, it's going to give a lot of variety. I'm, I'm going to play so many new games. Yeah. And Spring Fling in Virginia is going to be a lot of fun. And he, he is bringing a lot of those games back because he's partnered with those companies. Okay. So the companies that started those games off, they're like in with Spring Fling to be like, yes, yeah. this is something we want to work with you. So those games are going to be there and they're going to be given away as prizes for people that play them. It's a play to win. Yep. So if you play that I'm going to play them and I'm going to win some shit. <laughs> and he's got more, like he was saying, tapestry. He's got a lot of uh, a lot of partners that he hasn't shared yet with. Uh, mm, secret ones. Yeah, so he, if, you, if you sign up for his Facebook page, he actually has spoiled a couple of them. 
So yeah, there's a lot of cool games. What that about Bushido? Uh, you can ask him about it. I don't think he. Man, has. I can't wait to get you and me in a Bushido demo. Nope. Just so that Not you can happen. love it. You can learn to love it. Not gonna happen. So. <laughs> okay. Um. Different topic. Okay. And this one just came to me. I I liked how lightning we, round. Yeah. I, well, this one won't be a lightning round. Okay. It'll take a little bit more. I like how we talk about like kind of our top for Mount Rushmore's and all that okay. kind of stuff. Okay, so let's do this. Top three stories. Uh, they can be comics, novels, Books. TV shows, whatever. Okay. okay. Top five stories you wish there was a game for. A miniatures game. Okay, so you're talking about specifically miniatures game because some of the things... I guess with... it could be a board game too. Okay. Like, but it was something that you want a game for. Okay. And... Mm. Who knows? Maybe we'll say something here, and then people will be like, "Actually, that is a fucking game." <laughs> uh, well, because there, I was thinking of a lot of them, and you know, you mentioned Firefly. There was a card game for Firefly, but it wasn't a board game, yeah, that's not the same. or a tabletop game. So, um, I think one cool one, and I'm not probably going to do a, t- a five out of this, but one would be Fifth Element would be really cool. Okay. Because no, no, I just said three. You don't okay. have to come up with three. Okay, well, you said three, and then and five. I can come up with some in between so that you get like a break. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> Fifth Element's the first one because okay. I think that it is sci-fi, but once again, it has a lot of kind of like these different races, and then there's also like almost a mythology or like religion behind it. There's also this doomsday effect, so you could have like a doomsday counter, like for when things just go horribly wrong, and yeah, I think that would be a really cool game to kind of expand off of. Okay. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, one that I immediately thought of is there's a comic book called Black Science. Okay. That's sort of like a darker, more gritty version of like Sliders or Quantum Leap. Okay. Like the, the same type of... And I thought about how cool it could be to have a a game that's a little bit more like Kingdom Death or, or just kind of like those dungeon crawlers, but in the sense that you're jumping forward into different dimensions and realities and you don't know which one is going to come up next but you could create like a longer campaign where you're trying to like get back home and yet you have to jump through and you get all sorts of different creatures and worlds that you could okay. approach and and do you have to deal with and and the nice thing is you could expand a game like that because you could say okay here are the eight dimensions that you have to get through in the core game. Yeah. And then you could say, here's additional ones, and now you have to deal with these frog people or this, you know, Western world or this whatever it might be. And you could build it out the way that you want. So if you like fantasy, you could say, hey, I'm going to, like, put them through a campaign where there's, like, these medieval worlds and stuff. Or somebody else could be like, I'm going to put them through a campaign where they have all sorts of sci-fi worlds that they got to battle through. Also, uh, one that I would like, and there's a lot of games like this like there's a tabletop version of the napoleonic era okay and i would like stuff to be like that expanded more because i do love those kind of like lines of battle type things and the napoleonic tactics but one i would like to see there i know there are rule books for them i know there's been miniatures printed before but it's not like available enough where it's like easy to find is some kind of Civil War era game. Like, mm-hmm. I just got done reading, I think it's uh, A Glorious Army. It's basically about the Union Army during the Civil War um, in the United States. And I would love to play a game where it was really clean on that time period, just because I love reading just the different campaigns and battles and how, 
Lee, for the most part, until the end of the war, just outmaneuvered the Northern Army time and time again. And then he just, got his ass owned. Yeah, and there's a lot of lot of um, things behind that that they're starting to come up with, like why Lee started making some of these bad decisions. But Was uh, brain tumor any of the options? No, there was, like, specifically with the Battle of Gettysburg, he was sick and not making, like, 100% great choices. I can't remember what he had, but... And didn't have Stonewall Jackson. Yeah, I mean, that was the big thing. Ewell was a freaking idiot. Um the guy that replaced Stonewall. So what if you had a game like that? Like, what if somebody developed some of these war games, Napoleonic era, Civil War, whatever, Yeah. and they created it to where they had the the battle element, but then, like, Song of Ice and Fire, they had, like, a tactics board where you could, like, be, be Lincoln. You, you know what would be really cool, though, is, you know, there's been games in the past where it's like, okay, what if we took, you know, this historical army against this historical army? Yeah. It'd be cool if there was like some kind of clash of battles. Like you could take Genghis Khan's, you know, army against Alexander. Yeah, against Alexander the Great or something yeah. like that. That I, would be really cool. I feel like there are people that are more into like historical that do oh, yeah. those types of our, things. Our because... buddy Chad has a ton of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, another one that I thought of that I think would be really cool would be a miniatures game in the vein of something like I know you're reading with Ty. Uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. Like, it would be really cool to have a Hunger Games type game where you could play as multiple characters and, like, all the different things that could happen and the the forest getting set on fire. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can have a larger group that's competing and th- there's a lot of, like, screw you factor in yeah. being able to be like, okay, well, we have an alliance, but I got to kill you by the end to win this. So let's figure that shit out. And the last one I would like to see maybe some kind of tabletop version of. And you can argue that there are some similar games to this, but I would love to see a game based around, like, Diablo. Ah, that, like a dungeon crawler yeah, Diablo type thing? Kind of like, um, what's the dungeon crawler that they have um, right now for games, or for um, Steamforge? It's the one that's just, it's, uh, I keep wanting to say Soul Calibur, but that's not it. Uh, you're, you're thinking of uh, Dark Souls. Yes, Dark Souls, that's it. So, <laughs> Which we still have not played. No. Or, or we're painted. So, Sorry, Sean. We're so Julie. shitty at being able to... Get, we have, like, honestly, we have so many games that are like sitting in closets that we have never played that we want to. I think that's the story of every nerd. Though. Yeah, yeah, right? But that would be really cool to see a Diablo game. It's just because, like, Tyrael's an awesome... I mean, just Diablo himself. Like, if I could get a Diablo model and paint it, that would be so fucking insane. Yeah. Like, I'd love it. Yeah. So. Well, you could get a Balrog from the Lord of the Rings. Sure, what the fuck ever. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, same thing, right? Yeah. So, hey, let's get you one more from you. What last uh, one? Let's see. Well, last one. You know, I'd really like to see... Oh, there was one that I, I just thought of, and it just kind of left me. Um, oh, well, uh, another comic book one. Um, I love the comic East to West. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Um, and the thing that's so convenient about that is already split into factions, right? Because, like, it's kind of this, uh, it, it, the Civil War plays out differently in this. So it's kind of like an alternate history, but, like, it's also got a lot of sci-fi elements because the societies have progressed way beyond. And all the different areas of the country have broken out into different things. So, like, the First Nation people that are kind of in the Black Hills, they, that, remains theirs they don't get it taken over by the u.s a game that you might like that is it sounds a little similar to that it's called dystopian wars have you ever heard of that 
Dystopian Wars. That sounds very... Those are the guys that, like... Didn't they buy out uh, Wild West Exodus? Maybe. But the Dystopian War game is pretty cool, though, because it's, like... It's future-esque. It has the United States, I think, is divided because the Civil War turned out differently in that game. Mm -hmm. But you also have different factions, like where England would be in Asia. And basically, you have these armadas of, like, ships and vehicles that you can do battle with. And it's it seems like a pretty cool game model-wise. I never played it, though. So, yeah, like, I, I do think that I'd be interested in looking, at the, looking into that. But the thing that I think would set the world of East and West apart yeah. is the story is taking place now... In this world, but it's during the apocalypse, so, like, the four horsemen of the apocalypse come back into the world, and they're, like, trying to conquer, and so, like, it would have these elements where there would be, like, multiple ways to win, where you could be, like, Confederate versus Union, right? Hmm. Or Texas versus First Nation peoples. Interesting. Right? But then you could also have another another vein of being able to win by playing, you know, uh, playing death. And playing, like, all of these, it's a really cool story. And I know you hate historical fiction, like, or alternate re- alternate history stuff. I know you hate that, and I know you hate sci-fi, so I don't think that, like, this is something that I would recommend to you. But I'll tell you, I've gotten Nick into this comic, and Nick loves it. I mean, I'm not totally against it. Like, I mean, I saw Will Smith's Wild Wild West, and that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I saw Back to the Future 3. Yeah, right? That wasn't bad. <laughs> So, uh, any other quick rapid fire questions? I don't think so. Do you have any? Did you come up with any questions? Um, why are you the way you are? Oh, the, man, I I don't know if we could fill the annals of time with answers to that. Uh, I got one for you. Um, Guild Ball, what are you what are you doing? Like, what, what are your feelings and thoughts on Guild Ball right now? My feelings are we're gonna record on it here. My feelings are that we are going to be seeing a nice little shakeup in Guild Ball. You think so? And I think that I may be getting a new Union Captain model. Ah. That's what I think about that. Okay. Yeah, I I still love Guild Ball. I just haven't had a lot of time to play games, but you know, I I, I'm trying. We'll figure it out. (laughs) It's still a clean game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well. I just think the power creep needs to be in check a little bit. Power, power creep definitely needs to be in check, and that's hard, right? Because you're trying to come up the with more shit stuff. you put out there. And so that's that's really difficult. And, uh, you know, it, new stuff keeps people interested in a game, but power creep becomes a part of that, and that spoils some things. So I, I don't know what the perfect answer is. I will tell you this. I think that Steamforge is making a great push with some other ventures. God tier just got God tier is like people are talking about God tier all over the place, and so I still have some God tier models I got to get from a buddy. Maybe I'll get them over the holiday. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to. And we need to see if we can maybe demo that somewhere. Yeah, it's too bad Scott isn't into that. Like he isn't Malifo. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, hey, if if Malifo is a cool game, I'd definitely pick that up. We haven't. I never got to demo God Tier, like even when we went to SteamCon, I, we never were able to head over that. T- at least I didn't. Yeah. Because um, you and me were doing kind of like things. Yeah, I was, I was painting my ass off. Well, and I had the tournament. I made it to the font or to the top eight and representing. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's a little mini cast for everyone. Yeah. So this usually just gets released for patrons, but since we are kind of like reaching out to a new group of people, uh, specifically a Song of Ice and Fire crowd. 
Uh, if for some reason you like hearing us bullshit, there is a way to hear extra bullshit. And we are going to... we We're looking at the dice and stuff. For patrons in the past, when you became a patron, we gave out dice. Uh, we are currently out of those, so I think what we're going to switch to is... Something else like maybe T-shirts here for new patrons. Are we gonna invent some new swag? Yeah. Well, I well we got to get some T-shirts out to the old patrons. Yeah, that too, because they've been with us for yeah. over a year now. Yeah, they they t- they take good care of us. Good care. Good care. So yeah, we're you can I, edit that out or leave it in. I think the next thing that we will do is we're gonna look at basically doing T-shirts, and then that way those people that support us. We'll get them out a T-shirt. Are we going to get some stickers or something? Some uh, John does have stickers, yeah. Yeah, we need to get some more stickers. Okay, we'll, we'll do that too. They're yeah. actually pretty sweet looking. Yeah, they're, they're very sweet. So With that saltiness. All right, well, Rageaholics and people that might be potential Rageaholics, we will... Let's give this out to the patrons first, though. Like, yeah. like, like, even yeah, give them like a, a little bit. A day or two. Sure. Yeah. Always. Yeah, we'll take good care of them. All right, we'll talk to you all later. We're out of here. Peace!